You need more hockey news, and Locked on NHL is here to help you out. Art's our daily podcast on everything happening in the National Hockey League. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at bigger stories, game recaps, and everything else you need to be up to date with the National Hockey League. Subscribe to Locked on NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. We haven't played a game yet, but the word is already out that we've got some you know, crazy, passionate fans, and uh, we can't wait to start playing hockey in front of them. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. What's cracking, hockey fans? Eric Lindsay Ayala back on the East Coast and suffering. <laughs> Sleep deprived, but still happy to be host of Locked On Kraken. What a week! I was saying in the Locked On NHL group chat, we finally have some uh, friends for Luke to play with. And I think overall it was a pretty pretty good draft. Um, you're going to hear me speak with Sarah Avampato from Locked On Kings and Locked On NHL show. Um, but I don't think Ron Francis and company are quite done yet. And I think there are a few reasons why, including that they really stayed under that salary cap. So we'll get into all of that. I'm going to bring you some sounds from Seattle. Uh, I was able to be there live. Uh, so talking with Ron, talking with uh, the scouting team after the entry draft, obviously there for the expansion draft. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time in Seattle and I can't wait to be back in the fall. So uh, we'll do a little bit of that. Um, on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Yeah, it, you might hear it in my voice. It's it's a, <laughs> it's a case of the Mondays, but again, really happy to be your host of Locked on Kraken. I got to meet some fans. You know, I met some fans at the Mariners game that I had been interacting with online. Met some fans, fan friends at the expansion draft uh, celebration and got to catch up with some old friends that were in Seattle for this momentous occasion, certainly for the Seattle Kraken and for the National Hockey League and in that they have their 32nd team. It was exciting. There were also some things that happened around hockey that I'm sure you're hearing on other podcasts that were a little bit not so exciting. Um, a lot of people obviously very curious about Montreal's pick in the draft, about Chicago all of a sudden um, remembering, uh, learning that women actually exist. Uh, so all that to say, we as folks locked on Kraken, uh, really had a, a lot of great storylines and I don't think there was much that the Seattle Kraken fumbled when it came to their picks, when it came to, uh, how they approached both drafts, drafts. And again, I think that they'll have some money to play with. So let's get into first my conversation with Sarah. 
Well, we have the NHL entry draft for all of the young players who will become future NHL stars, but we also had the expansion draft where the Seattle Kraken finally came into being. Uh, and today we're going to talk all about uh, what it feels like to be the inaugural Seattle Kraken squad. So we've got Erica Ayala, host of Locked on Kraken, here with us. Uh, and let's just start out by looking at what I think I'm going to start calling, you can adopt this if you want, uh, your squid squad. Yeah, <laughs> Squid Squad. Uh, we, we see that some fans are, are adapting that. So yeah, let's go for it. I love it. So what are, what are your feelings on the, the sort of group of players they drafted? Uh, I know that you were at the expansion draft, so you got to see it all uh, go down in person in Seattle. So what's, I guess, actually, let's start with that. What's the, what's the flavor? What's the feeling around Seattle as people welcome their new team? I think Fans are extremely excited. I think Dave Haxtell said it best when he told the media at the event that, you know, this is the most tangible thing for a lot of fans. Sure, you know, we saw that they had great ticket sales. We know that Climate Pledge Arena is on its way. They announced preseason games, but when you have a roster, even if it's not the final roster and we've already seen some moves, I think that this, the excitement is in that like, oh man, this is really happening. And that was palpable. Everyone was having a good time. The weather was great. The, the guys that uh, came to Seattle seemed to be having a, a blast. So it's still, we're riding that wave of excitement of being the new NHL team. I think one of the most uh, endearing things to me was the fact that the the Kraken now have brothers with uh, the Fleury <laughs> brothers who are not yeah. related to Mark Andre Fleury, which I feel like is the question I saw most often. Of wait, those Fleurys? No, no, it's a different guy. Uh, but uh, well, what's kind of your feeling on the diff on the guys that they drafted? Uh, do you think that they're done, or are there still going to be moves to come uh, as we get closer to the season starting? I think that it's quite possible that there will be more moves. We saw that for Arizona, they went with Tyler Pitlick and then traded that for some uh, for for a pick in the 2022 entry draft. I get the sense that um, Seattle is always on the hunt for a good deal. <laughs> and Ron Francis uh, is never necessarily satisfied. And I think that this roster, is a step in the right direction to where the franchise wants to be uh, for their culture fit, which they talk about a lot and, you know, don't explain, but, um, <laughs> but um, you know, but I, I mean, at the same time, if they aren't done um, and they haven't seen this group on the ice, there's not really much that we can get as far as, again, something tangible or at least nothing that if, the, if I were the Kraken, you know, the coaching staff, the front office, you're probably not going to give all of that away. So I don't think that they're done just yet. I know that they have signed a few of these players to some contracts, but not all of them. So yeah, we'll see what happens. We of course also had the, uh, the, NHL entry draft, which all with all of the young players and the Seattle Kraken had the number two overall pick. 
Uh, and what, what's what's your feeling on how they did? Uh, I don't think their pick was a surprise. I think everyone sort of expected them to make the choice that they did. But uh, you know, with with the crop of young players who you guys are getting, uh, who do you think that who are you and the fans most excited about? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you know, Maddie Beneers. Everything that I had been reading was that he he was going to be the pick, and uh, they they went ahead with with Matthew. I um. I think it goes without saying that he's probably the most um, the the player that are the fans in particular are, are most excited about. He's the first draft pick for the Seattle Kraken. He's the number two pick. So there's a lot going with that. There's also been this really interesting conversation that Beneers, a lot of people feel mirrors Ron Francis, the player. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really interesting, especially going back to this whole idea of culture and fit that we keep hearing about Seattle. A lot of people calling Matty Beneers the future captain. And to be honest, everything that I was reading about the scout, you know, of Matty Beneers, that's exactly why I thought he made a good fit for this team. I think you're going to get a, a centerman that is going to keep growing that already has a really high hockey IQ, can get himself out of a jam, is very patient, sees the ice well. And he knows, Matt, Matthew Beneers knows, that he want, that he needs to get bigger. Um, a lot of the guys, though, throughout the draft said that. But, I mean, you know, th- these are kids, basically. Um, so, you know, they're likely going to grow. And so Matthew Beneers is one of those as well. Um, I think... Other other draft uh, picks, I, I think we'll see. You look at kind of who they picked and looking at um, who they picked in the expansion draft, who they picked in the entry draft. Um, I still wonder if there will be some movement for a few more forwards. I think that the Seattle Kraken are probably going to want to find um, some players that are known to score, you know, and have, have, you know, a handful of goals on their stick. I think they have a lot of really solid players, but one, because you got to score goals to win, but also two, it's a new team. And there's, there's an entertainment factor to hockey. I'm not one that usually likes to point that out, but we have to keep it real. There's an entertainment factor to hockey. And I think that they could use, uh, you know, just a, a little, little more something <laughs> uh, down the road. Well, free agency is coming up. So we're going to get to see uh, exactly who the Kraken add as they look to fill out their roster before the season starts. So uh, I'm sure that we'll be hearing more from you all about the Kraken as uh, they get ready to, to launch their inaugural season to uh, break in the uh, brand new ish uh, revitalized arena in Seattle and welcome a whole bunch of excited Kraken fans to uh, their first NHL game in Seattle. So uh, really excited to see what happens there. I can guarantee uh, that their in-game presentation is probably going to be pretty epic. So I'm really looking forward to uh, the start of the Seattle Kraken. Uh, For people who want to jump on board this bandwagon now, uh, before day one even hits, uh, where can they find you and your show online? Sure thing. Well, you can find the show at Locked on Kraken, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, uh, that is 
also the handle on social media, Instagram and Twitter. And you can see some of the stuff that I did while I was in Seattle, um, which was a lot of fun. And I'll be back there for preseason and, and the opener. That's the plan. As far as me, you can follow me at elindsay 8 E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-08. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining. And I can't wait to hear how all the stuff goes down with Seattle Kraken as the season starts. So thanks. And uh, we'll have you back on the show. Yeah, I'm excited too. Thanks again, Sarah. Excellent. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's hear from the first pick in the entry draft for the Seattle Kraken, Maddie Beneers. You're going to hear from Beneers in his press conference with media via, you know, Zoom. And then later on the show, I want to take you to the Space Needle where Ron Francis answered some questions about Maddie Beneers and what he is hoping for um, with Maddie. Also, there's been a lot of comparison Beneers to Francis, and I asked Ron Francis what he thought about that and what advice he'd give to Beneers and anyone else coming up uh, into the NHL who was just drafted. So you'll hear that in our C block or the third part of the show. All that and more as long as you stay locked on Kraken. A big shout out to Built Bar that kept me going last week as I was getting hashtag no sleep between covering the NHL drafts, the Olympics, and being in a three-hour time difference from what my body was used to. They are also, of course, the official sponsor of the U.S. track and field team. And we're talking Built Bars. They have delicious flavors that include cookies and cream, German chocolate, mint brownie, and all of their bars are covered in chocolate and they have 17 to 18 grams of protein, the calories only ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar, and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs each. So the way that you can stay fueled up throughout the day, just like me, just like the U.S. track and field team, is to head over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's Locked 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for joining here. We have uh, the second overall pick in the 2021 NHL Draft, Matty Beignets, uh, here. And we could not be more excited to welcome him to Seattle, first pick in our organization's history. Um, a quick reminder, if you can please use the hand raise function if you'd like to ask a question. And if you could please uh, have your mics muted unless you're actively asking a question. We can keep things as clear as possible. With that, let's start things off with Ryan Clark. Uh, Maddie, first of all, congratulations and welcome to Seattle. Uh, second, for you, I mean, when did you know that this was going to happen? Did you have a feeling maybe the night before? Was it earlier today? Or, or when did you kind of know that you are going to be joining the Kraken? Um, honestly, you never really know. Uh, anything can happen uh, on draft night. Um, I definitely uh, like the Kraken a lot doing the interviews with them and um, kind of throughout the whole process. I liked them a lot. I thought they liked me uh, a lot too, kind of going through. And, uh, you know, they were talking to a lot of uh, my old coaches, my trainers, my PT guys, like a lot, uh, a lot of different people they reached out to. So I kind of got a feeling from that. Um, obviously, uh, wasn't sure, uh, wasn't 
um, set in stone, set in stone and wasn't really sure, but um, I'm ecstatic that uh, that ended up to be the case. Jeff Baker. Hi, Matt. Congratulations. Um, Thank you so much. I'm just wondering, uh, I'm just wondering with what you went through at Michigan this year, how do you feel you developed as a player and, and how ready do you feel you are to play, you know, against professionals in the NHL? I know you had some time at the world championships. I'm wondering, you know, between that and your time at Michigan, how you feel it improved you as a player? Yeah, for me, I think it was a lot of um, pace at different levels, you know, at Michigan, the pace is faster than going to world juniors to get a faster pace and uh, then going to men's worlds um, even faster, you know, every level uh, there's different things. I think for me, it was um, kind of seeing where I fit uh, when I was at each level. Um, I think uh, at each, it was kind of pretty good confidence and kind of a good feel of where I was at and uh, how far I was from kind of playing in the NHL if I could. And um, I think I did pretty well out uh pretty well in world juniors you know at michigan um obviously uh men's worlds was a little harder but i think um it was a good good kind of my mark for where i was at and what i needed to do i think for me it's uh continuing to get bigger um and stronger i think that's uh something i focused on a lot at this year at michigan and along with trying to score goals produce more offensively on with uh kind of playing my two-way game so um you know i think not totally sure how how far out I am, but um, I think I think I'm pretty close, and I think just keep working hard, and uh, I'll be there soon enough. You've talked before about going back to Michigan uh, for another season. I'm wondering what you feel that'll do for your progress, and 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 what how necessary you think that is. Honestly, I really don't um, know exactly what the best thing is uh, for me next year. You know, whether it's going back or uh, going to play for the Kraken. Um, obviously, I think that'd be really exciting to go play for the Kraken. I think uh, going back another year, you know, just keep building the confidence. And, uh, you know, I think a big thing is, you know, not having a real year last year, not having playing a full schedule, uh, kind of getting kicked out of the national championship. You know, those are things that, um, you know, I want to have a real year. I want to try to make a run of the national championship. Uh, obviously, if, uh, if that's not the best decision for my development and me as a hockey player, then uh, so be it. But I think those are kind of some perks that uh, something I kind of want to do. So, um, but I think at the end of the day, it's kind of what's the, what is the right, right thing for me to do as a hockey player and as a person. Thank you. Thank you. Tim Booth. Hi, Maddie. Congratulations. Um, you and Owen are the, are the first two teammates to go one, two in the draft in more than 50 years, I guess, big picture. What does that sort of mean? And then along with that, what goes into the process of, of, for you deciding whether you do go back to Michigan for another year or if you join, or if you join the Kraken? Yeah, well, first of all, I mean, I'm so excited for Owen. I, <laughs> I was so, I, I mean, I think I was, I was so happy for him when he got drafted, just hearing his name called here in the university of Michigan, uh, you know, it's a sense of pride here and, Hearing another, hearing at least your teammate get called, but especially a guy you're currently playing with. Um, you know, this year was great. He was awesome, and I uh, couldn't happen to a better guy. Uh, you know, he's so humble. He's such a great person. He works so hard, um, and you know, he's that's where he deserves to be. So um, it was just so exciting for him to get called, and then uh, after me getting called, and I was just ecstatic to be uh, be a part of the Kraken and kind of be a part of this organization now. Um, you know, for moving forward, uh, I think. That's kind of what I taught as I talked about before. I think um, for me, it's kind of building strength, building muscle, continue to work on uh, scoring goals. 
you know, I think that's a big, big part of um, me moving to the next level is getting bigger, you know, a lot of bigger, stronger guys. Um, you know, I'm more on the leaner side, but I'm definitely getting there. And uh, I think, you know, a little time will help, but um, I think it's up to really my family and me and uh, Ron Francis and the crack and, and uh, see what's, see what's going to happen moving forward. Aaron Brown. Hey, Maddie, congratulations. Uh, so we spoke to you on the, the pre-draft availability a few weeks ago, and you mentioned the word, well, you used the word, it would be special uh, to be the first pick ever by the uh, Seattle Kraken. Obviously, you had to keep things a little bit close to the vest at that point, but uh, I'm curious what your thoughts are now, um, now that you actually are the first ever pick by the Kraken. What does it mean to be literally the first pick in the history of an entire NHL franchise? Ah, it's, I mean, there's so many words I can use to describe it. It's surreal. It's, it's honestly amazing. Um, I could not be happier. Um, and I'm honestly at a loss of words just thinking about um, what just happened. And actually, I mean, being drafted in the first place, going second overall and going to a new expansion team. Um, and I mean, I, I'm so unbelievable, unbelievably excited and thankful for, for everything. Honestly. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We know baseball season is in full swing. I got to see the Mariners play. They didn't win, but it was exciting. Um, and if you want to track, whether it's the Mariners, if you're back on the East Coast where I am, the Mets, that's my team of choice. I know. I know you're laughing, but... Also, if you're a Mariners fan, come on. <laughs> All jokes. Uh, before the next pitch for any Major League Baseball game or before the action for any big big sports events, head to Bet Online. You can use your laptop, your desktop, your mobile device. I don't think they have Carrier Pigeon yet, but the point is you have access to Bet Online. That gives you access to all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So head to the website, and if you sign up today, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Wrapping up this show with Ronnie Francis from the Space Needle. If you're not following um, Locked on Kraken on Instagram, you might have missed some of the spectacular views that uh, the Seattle Kraken had from their war room, from the headquarters of the 2021 expansion draft. Obviously, with everything being virtual for the second time in the National Hockey League, teams got to select where they would host their uh, draft party i guess in limited capacity some teams invited fans and had a little more fanfare others kept it pretty quiet i think seattle is a little bit of a mix they didn't have fans but the entire staff was up uh, there's a nice little uh, i guess it's like a little suite or event area uh, as you're heading up on the space needle i didn't get to go all the way up but the view from the suite was pretty sweet <laughs> so anyway here is the media availability after the first round of the nhl draft you'll hear me i'm asking a little bit about the comparisons that we hear between francis and veneers and what advice francis would give to veneers and others that were selected in the nhl entry draft 
Well, I think the biggest thing with us is when we draft a player, we don't leave him on his own, right? So we have our our, our strength and conditioning team. We'll be working with him. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's got a lot of that stuff at Michigan, but, you know, our guys get in there making sure that uh, the nutrition is right, making sure that he's doing the right, you know, weight routines and, and cardiovascular routines. So we'll be on top of that. We give try and give our players every opportunity they can to reach what they want to do. And that's, that's play with a Seattle Kraken jersey on. I mean, I think you got to enjoy this, right? Like this, it's a high pressure job. There's a lot of pressure on you and, and uh, you have to enjoy every time you come to the rink, it has to be fun. And, you know, you put in the work, um, you know, be a good teammate, work hard every time you're on the ice. But as you're going through that process, you got to try and have fun because it's a great job. It really is. Yeah, I mean, we'll have that conversation with Maddie. I mean, I know when we did the interview, I think, um, you know, I think they're looking at it, you know, Owen Power, Matt Beneers, Ken Johnson, the Qs, they, they think they got a chance to win a national championship. So I think, you know, in their minds, maybe it's best to go back and play. We'll have that discussion with Maddie and, and uh, you know, we'll do make the decision we think is best for him. All right, we'll go ahead and go to the same portion. Let's go, Ryan Clark. Hey, Ron, two-parter. The first is when it comes to looking at Maddie and the decision, what are the things you look at and two, You've been in a situation before with Noah Hannafin where he played one year at Boston College and then he made the jump to the NHL. What were those things that Noah did that made you comfortable? And do you see some of those things in Maddie, or is it different because one's a forward and one's a defenseman? Well, I, I think the first question, um, you know, a big part of what we look for not only is a good player, but we look for character. We think Maddie exudes that. He was just a comes from a great family. Uh, everything we hear about him and, and uh, found out about him. Uh, says that he has that character which we're looking for which is important um the fact that you know you build your organization you know it's centers it's defensemen it's goaltenders you try and build up the middle the fact he's a centerman we're really excited about as well as you go through the expansion draft when teams get to protect seven they normally protect their top two lines and then they protect their third line center just because that position is so valuable so it's harder to get centermen into your organization and it takes time to develop them so uh, the fact that he's a centerman was a bonus for us as well um you know, when you look, every kid's different, you know, and, and I think the key is when you when you go and see him play, you want to do what's right for, for the kid and, and make sure that you're not rushing him, right? Because it's uh, the NHL is a heck of a league. They're big guys, they're strong guys, they're fast guys. And you want to make sure that when you, when you bring them in, you're giving them the opportunity to be successful. So we try and analyze that. Um, you know, one of my first jobs in Carolina was sort of player development, and that was my call. I had to make a decision on whether we left the kid in or we pulled him out. Some we left in for two and three years, some we pulled out after one. And it's, uh, it's not an easy, easy decision, but you always do it with, in mind what's best for the kid. Jeff Baker. Hi, Ron. How, how much did your, your own playing experience as a center that played both ends of the ice, how, how much did that influence, do you think, your decision to lean towards Beneers? in this case and, and, and prioritize it within the organization, first of all. And then um, the fact that you got a chance to see him play at the World Juniors and also against pros at the World Championship. I mean, how much did that cement your decision going forward? Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, Maddie's definitely a guy who plays at both ends of the rink. So as, as a former sentiment, you like that. Um, you know, you want a guy that pays attention to defense and the details there as well. Um, you know, we got to see him in a lot of different competition this year, not only Michigan and playing against older guys in, in that regard. We got to see him in the World Junior Championships where he was a big part of the U.S. and their gold medal victory. And then you got to see him at the World Championships, unfortunately, unfortunately sprained the uh, 
his ankle in, in one of the games and didn't get to finish the tournament. But, uh, you know, looking at him, we felt very, very comfortable that he, he seemed like he could play in all those situations. And, uh, you know, a lot of those are against older, stronger, more powerful individuals. And the fact that he could hold his own, we think bodes well for him moving forward. Thank you. Tim Booth. Uh, Ron, have you ever had a draft pick dump you into voicemail when you called them? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was great. Uh, we're all excited to call them and say hello and, uh, and, and the phone right to voicemail. So a lot of fun, but we got him the next time around and, and uh, he was extremely excited. So it was great to have that conversation with him. Ryan. Hey, Ron, tomorrow with day two, um, of course, you have some defensemen out there that not all of them can play. Do you maybe look at using some of them to try to get picks in the second round tomorrow? Or what is kind of the thought with how you want to use those guys going forward? Well, I mean, we, th we think we've got some really good defensemen. Um, you know, we've got a mix of, of some older veteran guys, some younger guys that uh, we think might have the ability to pop. So, um, you know, uh, I don't know if we're necessarily in a hurry to do anything for this draft. Uh, that may be something we look at doing moving forward and, and collecting, uh, you know, picks for, for next year's draft or the year after. But, uh, you know, uh, we're trying to get a handle on those guys and just finding out just how good they are. And uh, the only way to do that is sort of get them on the ice and training camp and make a decision from there. So um, we'll see what tomorrow brings. You know, we're picking at 35, so we've got another early pick again. And, and we'll have that meeting right now to reassess our list and make sure that we think we got it right. So the first part of that, the, the questions were by people in the room. They didn't have us mic'd up, so apologies that you couldn't hear what we were asking, but essentially asked Ron Francis, I asked, um, you know, what he'd like to see as far as the development of Matty Veneers and others, and then, of course, if he had any advice to players being selected in the draft. And then you heard uh, the fantastic Ryan S. Clark ask some questions from Zoom. That will do it for this show. Up tomorrow, we're going to get into day two of the NHL Entry Draft 2021. We'll hear from a few of the players selected there, as well as Ron and his staff, uh, as far as what they're expecting. But the roster is starting to come into shape. Again, I think there are going to be some moves. You heard me and Sarah talk about it. I still think there are going to be some moves. There's plenty of cap space when it comes to free agency, so we'll see some things happen there. But for now... This is what we got, Luke and company. Um, we're excited. I'm excited. And stay tuned because this week we're really going to be getting to know some of these players between the entry draft, uh, the expansion draft, and, of course, trying to figure out what this means for what style of Seattle Kraken hockey we can expect come preseason in September. And then, of course, the first home game against the Vancouver Canucks at Climate Pledge Arena on October 23rd. Until tomorrow, hope you stay locked on Kraken. Betting on the National Hockey League doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.